Welcome back, everybody, to session three of our podcast series, Journeying Towards the Cross. And I hope over the last two sessions, the last two days, that what we've spoken about has inspired you to, to get your heart and your mind right for this coming weekend, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. And, you know, we've spoken about a couple of things. We've spoken about the presence of Jesus in our homes. We've spoken about the, the countercultural act of serving like Jesus. And today I want to I talk about a moment as Jesus journeyed towards the cross where he gave his disciples an insight into what they were gaining as they lost Jesus. So often we, we think of things only as black and white. If, if we're in a season of loss, we're lost. If we're in a season of gain, we're gain. And yet Jesus says, even in the midst of my death, resurrection, and ascension, there is something that you're going to receive that's going to change you forever and it's going to change the world forever. And so in John chapter 16, Jesus, again, he's getting ready for the cross. He's getting ready for his betrayal at the hands of Judas, his beating at the hands of the soldiers, and his his crucifixion at the hands of people who should have loved him. And as he's getting ready for this, he says in John chapter 16, he says in verse uh, 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. And then later on, he says, he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me. For he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that I will take what is mine and declare it to you. What Jesus does in this moment with the, the shadow of the cross looming large in his vision is he promises his disciples the Holy Spirit. And what he tells us about the Holy Spirit, as we've sometimes mentioned, is it's almost as if he's introducing his disciples, his best earthly friends, to one of his best eternal friends. And he's trying to, to create that bridge so that when the disciples encountered the Holy Spirit, they were encountering someone who they've already got a good perspective about because of how Jesus introduced him. And so here we read that the Holy Spirit is the one who will convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. The Holy Spirit has all the authority of the Trinity and works to reveal and glorify the entire Trinity. Part of the journey to the cross and part of pressing into Jesus and seeing him more clearly than ever before is this idea that what Jesus wants for us is to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. This is not a, a Pentecostal preacher doing some theological gymnastics. It is clear from this passage and others that Jesus wants you and me to have a deep and consistent relationship with the Holy Spirit because it, because it is through the Holy Spirit that we see and understand Jesus. It's through the Holy Spirit and through Jesus that we experience God the Father. Part of the journey of Holy Week is not just the culmination of Jesus' earthly ministry, it's also the introduction of the global work of the Holy Spirit. And so as we we get ready for Easter. I think sometimes what happens when we, when we journey towards Easter, we become so Jesus-focused to, to almost the exclusion of the rest of the Trinity. 
And yet Jesus, as he's trying to help his disciples get ready for the crucifixion, he shifts their focus to the Holy Spirit. And so today, as we prepare our hearts and minds for the, the greatest, remembering the greatest moment in all of history, I wonder if Jesus would remind each and every single one of us that the cross is not just a completion of Jesus' work. It's also the introduction of the Holy Spirit's work. That you and I are living in that time and space where the Holy Spirit is doing more than we could possibly imagine. He's more at work behind the scenes than we could even dream of. And I wonder if Jesus would say to us this week as we journey towards the cross, what he wants most for us is a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because as we dive deep into the presence of the Holy Spirit, as we submerge ourselves and submit ourselves in his presence, what we see is the face of Jesus. And as we see the face of Jesus, we experience the presence of Yahweh, our Father. And so today, just as Jesus said to his disciples, I would say to you, this week, yes, the, the, the focus is Jesus. Yes, we remember his life, death, and resurrection. And yes, all of that is still true, but it doesn't exclude the fact that we should awaken ourselves to the presence and power and purpose of the Holy Spirit. Would we this week not just be awakened to what Jesus has done, but would we be awakened to what Jesus is doing through the Holy Spirit? God, I pray that right now we would each be awakened to the power and presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And as we journey towards the cross, may we dive deep into the spirit of truth, the one who reveals and glorifies the entire Trinity. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us once again. Tomorrow we will be diving into our final part of Journey Towards the Cross. Don't miss it. Look forward to seeing you. Cheers, everybody. Bye.